And welcome back to Share Truth, Apply Scripture, where today we are talking about assumptions Christians make about God, mm. uh, because there's a lot of them, and sometimes, well, I want to do this before we even get into what, what assumptions, a whole new set of assumptions we're going to be talking about. Where do these assumptions come from, Jordan? Uh, probably a lot of places, but I think the common the common root is um, being misinformed uh, by other people, uh, but also a misunderstanding the Scriptures. Yeah. You're reading the scriptures, you're not reading it carefully. Mm-hmm. And I think also we we have such a, um, an influx. I mean, it, we're, we're constantly bombarded mm-hmm. with messages, right? And I know mm-hmm. for us who work at AFA, we're, we're constantly looking at liberal sites, at, at atheist sites, at news sites, and all these different things that present this incorrect view of God. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think without even being aware of it, sometimes we can allow these ideas to kind of Right. set up camp yeah. in our heads, mm-hmm. in our hearts, and in our heads. Mm-hmm. So we do want to talk about these things because it is so mm. beneficial to us to stop for a few minutes and say, what do I really believe about God? What am I living upon? And are those things from Scripture or are those things that I've just kind of picked up mm. um, in in my life? One of the big ones uh, that I know many Christians uh, struggle with is this idea that God has abandoned me. Mm. Um, it may be that maybe we feel alone. Maybe it's that we feel like God has gotten to the point that he's so frustrated with my sin that he just threw his hands up and said, okay, I'm done with you. Mm-hmm. Do your own thing. What do we What do we do mm. with that when we're in the midst of that? And and it happens in the, there are dark soul, dark nights of the soul, guys, mm-hmm. where we do feel like God has abandoned us. What do we do? I think, and you, you're going to say something. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was just going to say, I think that we go back and we look in the Old Testament mm-hmm. at the examples of the Israelites. Um, but they were good examples? No, I mean all the bad examples. I mean, okay. No, I know what you're saying. Yes, I agree. So like in Nehemiah 9, Mm -hmm. and this was a very influential passage for me in my own conversion, um, but over and over again throughout the book of Nehemiah, but especially in chapter 9, it's this little progression of the Israelites sinning and completely ignoring what God tells them to do. And then there's always this, but God did not abandon them hmm. verse about his mercy and his kindness. Like wow. Nehemiah 9.17. Okay. They refused to obey. And keep in mind, this is like the 50th time probably this yeah. happened in the chapter. Okay. So they refused to obey again. And were not mindful of the wonders that you, God, performed among them, but they stiffened their neck and appointed a leader to return to their slavery in Egypt. But you are a God ready to forgive, gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and did not forsake them. Mm. Give us and a I reference just, one more time. Nehemiah 9, 17, wow. or the entire chapter 9 of yep. Nehemiah, yeah. or the entire book of Nehemiah. Yeah. Take your pick. <laughs> um, but I find that so encouraging mm. when I go back and I look at those pictures, because if God didn't abandon the Israelites in these chapters, mm. I think we can take great encouragement that he's not going to abandon yeah. us. I mean, yeah. you see what the Israelites did and how many times they just blatantly ignore him and turn against him and fight against him and complain and... Yeah. And he still doesn't abandon them. I yeah. think that's a good comfort mm-hmm. for us to and look how, at. And how much more now under the covenant that was sealed in the blood of Jesus? Right. You know, is are we real? Do we really think that once we've entered into that covenant with God, well, this, that's what it is. It's a new covenant, and it's been sealed with the blood of Jesus. Um, can we really? Is our sin strong enough to break that? Really? Mm-hmm. 
Like, is that's a little arrogant on our part to say that because of something that I did, God has abandoned me. God is is done with me. Yeah, basically, there's. I a was strong enough happening. to break right. the, the will of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very interesting way to look at it. Yeah. In a very it really unusual is. way. You know, I'll I'll tell you one of the most encouraging things to me is just the reality of the Trinity. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, we have the Holy Spirit who lives within us. Romans eight, you know, the same Spirit who raised Christ from the dead lives within mm. you. And what does he do? He prays on your behalf with groanings too deep Mm. for words. (laughs) Who does he pray to? Christ who mediates between us and God the Father and the Father who moves his mighty right hand Mm -hmm. for your sake. Mm -hmm. The Trinity is at work within the life of the believer. Mm. And that, so for God to abandon you Mm -hmm. would mean that God would have to separate himself from himself. Think through that. Yeah. The Spirit lives within you. He is in you, mm-hmm. in your soul. For for the Father to abandon you would mean that the Father would have to leave the Spirit behind. Right, yeah. It would be a divorce. You were talking about a divorce mm-hmm. earlier. It's a divorce from himself. Right. Vody Bauckham's got a great sermon mm-hmm. on that because he talks about how we've been sealed, right? Mm-hmm. That seal is that, is the Holy Spirit is the seal given to us, and, and God would not divorce from himself. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's a lot in that, that we can draw wonderful comfort yeah. from. And I would just encourage you, Romans 8, so Nehemiah 9, Romans 8, you've got comfort there. And the reason, Jordan, that I asked earlier, where do these things come from, these these mm. wrong assumptions, these lies, because if we know where they come from, then we can also identify where we need to go to mm. answer them. Yeah. And where we go is Scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to bathe ourselves mm-hmm. in Scripture, just like we are talking about in the last segment. Right. Prayer and Scripture. Mm-hmm. That, that's what we have to have. There is another one, and, and this is really common, um, especially if you are a student who has just graduated high school, just graduated college, and now you're like, okay, God has this super secret will for me, and I have to figure out what it is. <laughs> I, I was there. Man. I was there. Okay, I yeah. am there. You I are know, there. You're, I know. You okay, this is why I want you to talk about this. entering college in the fall. Um, <laughs> it had lots of options. We want to brag on you. It had oh lots my of goodness. options. I applied to a lot of colleges, and there were so many moments where I would just like, you know, things would be looking really bright in favor mm-hmm. of one college and one career and everything, and then something else would come up that looked even better, and I was like, oh gosh, I literally, like, I have no preference. Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. I was so confused. Mm-hmm. So what I have to say about this, um, I'm going to bring up 1 Thessalonians 5, mm-hmm. 16 through 18. And I'll, I have verses with all these points. So sorry if I named too many <laughs> verses, but okay. it's hard for too much Bible. So we have <laughs> 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 huh. through 18. Rejoice always, pray mm-hmm. without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Mm. Versus like, and that's not the only verse like that. Um, I think God's will is literally all over scripture and mm-hmm. you, we can find verses like this in many instances. Um, but if you want to know God's will, there it is. Yeah. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. And and I think also um, we actually have a great article up on engagemagazine.net mm-hmm. called Seeking and Doing by mm-hmm. Jacob Riley. And he mm-hmm. lays it out really well how it's just like God shows us the next step. And maybe he doesn't lay out specifically, like spell out the college that he wants you to go to, but he shows you like, here, this is where you're going to be doing my will. Like take this Mm -hmm. step and then I'll show you the next step and then I'll Mm -hmm. show you the next step. And Mm -hmm. so I don't have all the answers there, but I do know where I'm going to college now. So (laughs) that is a relief. Um, And what's amazing to me is you can't ever stop and say, this is how God's going to show you. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, or sometimes you can't even say, this is how God showed me. Mm-hmm. I, I you just know. Yeah. You have to trust. Right. Yeah. 
yeah. And, and, mm-hmm. if, and if he told you every single little step in detail, there would be no reason to trust. Well, not only that, but it would terrify you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't <laughs> really want I'm going to be honest sometimes. with you. I started working at AFA nine years ago. Uh-huh. If I was told then that I'd be doing a radio program, I'd be like, no, no, thank you. I will go find I'm me another job. the same way, yeah. <laughs> so, but but it, it does go, do we trust mm-hmm. that God is kind and mm-hmm. just? Because there yeah. is an assumption, even among believers, even in the believer's life sometimes, that God is unjust mm-hmm. and unkind. Right. And I think a thing to remind ourselves is that he gives us enough. Like mm-hmm. we have to trust that he has given us exactly enough, exactly what we need for wherever we are to know mm-hmm. his will. Um, and the unkind and unjust angle, I think we see that so much today. Absolutely. We see among liberal, liberal Christianity and theology, um, we see a lot of picture, just a lot of pictures of God being so unkind toward us, maybe in hiding his will. Mm. Um, and to that, I mean, I could list off like a bajillion Bible verses against that. Um, but I really think it comes down to, to your trust. Like, what are you putting your trust in? Do mm-hmm. you believe that God, that God is kind to show you what your next step is? And yeah. he was for me in this college decision. And it, he, he shows us and he lays it out. And if you if you seek, you will find, mm-hmm. and if you knock, you will be answered, and right. you just have to have faith in that. Yeah, I think that, that what it boils down to, and this is so key, for the believer, do you believe that God is good, and do you believe that God is kind? Mm. Because if we don't believe that, then then none of these things, we're, mm. we're not going to believe any of these other things are real. Right. Um, we're not going to believe that God is going to show us his will. We're not going to believe that God would not abandon us. We're not going to believe that God would forgive us. If we don't embrace, and and ultimately, even beyond that, do we believe that God has told the truth in the Bible? Mm. If God has told the truth in his Bible, then all these things are true. But if God is not faithful, and he has not perfectly revealed himself in Scripture, then we can't trust Mm. any of these things. So that's what, we have to have faith in that. We have to have faith. That's why... We at Engage, we do put so much emphasis on the Bible. That's why when you're listening to these points, and, and like Kelly said, she's got dozens, and I'm looking at her paper. She has dozens <laughs> of scriptures right <laughs> that we could list out. Um, you know, the thing is, that's why we do it, because mm-hmm. we do believe in what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. So guys, we've got one more assumption here in just a few minutes that I want to hit it. And it's mm. similar to a previous episode we did where we looked at lost people's perspective um, on God. But mm-hmm. for the Christian, I think it's especially heinous mm-hmm. when we say, God is okay with my sin. And, yeah. and here's why I think it's heinous. <clears throat> because we understand the sacrifice that was made mm. to pay our sin, mm-hmm. uh, to pay our sin debt, to satisfy the wrath of God, um, took the death of our perfect Savior. Mm-hmm. And we say, yeah, God's not really worried about my sin. Hmm. It's okay. Yeah. I got to be honest. It's not okay. Yeah. Hmm. And where we buy this because we hear it all the time. We should feel the weight of our sin, not in a crushing, unredemptive way, but mm-hmm. we should feel it because it cost greatly. Right. Yeah. And I think when you, when you think of it from the perspective of a child, well, you have you have kids. I have kids. Mm-hmm. Kelly does not. Um, <laughs> but um, when you when you see your child doing something that's bad for them, that's unhealthy. Um, but not only that, but it's something that is very expensive and something against you. It grieves you. Oh yeah, it grieves you. It 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 um it damages the relationship. 
there. Yeah, and I think that that is so key. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love the word, it grieves you, mm-hmm. because as a parent, there are things that my children do that grieve mm-hmm. my spirit, and it's because it does not reflect who they mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't reflect who our family is. It doesn't reflect who I am as a father. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they're doing is it's not just they're making this decision to rebel. My kids are great rebels. <laughs> they are wonderful at making decisions to rebel. Yeah. And I can promise you, I did not teach them how. Yeah. <laughs> but it is a hidden talent of theirs. Mm-hmm. But what they don't understand is that it is a, a violation mm-hmm of our relationship, of the trust I've given to them, or whatever the case may be. And so as the believer, that's how we must come to these things. We mm-hmm. must understand that there's a price, and it is a violation of the God and the King mm-hmm. that we love and that we want to know more and more and more. So stop for a minute and think through assumptions that you may have about that King and wonder where did these beliefs come from? Can I source them in the Scriptures Or are they sourced Mm. in the world? And you can learn more and more every day about this God that we serve at engagemagazine.net, where we seek to share truth and apply scripture every week. We'll see you next time.